This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 813, How to Get Control Back After a Breakup, by Eddie Corbano of lovesagame.com. Hello, everybody. I am Greg Audino, your host here on Optimal Relationships Daily. Happy to be here with you once more. This is where I talk about optimizing your relationships, but this isn't the only show in our network that can help with such a thing. Just a reminder that if you check out our original show, the one that started it all, Optimal Living Daily. There's a lot of great content there, not only about better understanding relationships, but also better understanding yourself. And surely bringing the best, most well-crafted version of yourself into any relationship is going to help it thrive immensely. So give it a listen if you haven't yet. But first, we've got some great content here for you today. Eddie Corbano, the breakup mastermind, is back with us. Let's hear his thoughts on how to regain control after a breakup and start optimizing your life. How to Get Control Back After a Breakup by Eddie Corbano of lovesagame.com Dear Eddie, my actual breakup occurred several months ago, and I immediately initiated the no-contact rule, which included unfriending him on Facebook, deleting all his texts and his phone number from my phone, and deleting all emails and his email address. My sanity truly depended on it. I did, however, receive a text from my former boyfriend on Mother's Day, wishing me a happy Mother's Day. I chose not to respond immediately. I gave it 24 hours, and during that 24 hours, I became increasingly agitated. So I decided to text him a message before deleting the text that he had sent. I told him not to ever contact me again. He broke my heart, so he didn't have the right. I also told him I was aware that he had dumped me for a lady who has money, and that he was clearly not the person I thought he was. It felt so empowering to be the one to tell him not to contact me, and to make him aware I knew why he had ended our relationship. Funny how the truth always comes out. My point in sharing this is to help others, hopefully. Every time I feel myself slipping back into the black hole of grief over a love lost, I think of the strength it took for me to send the text to tell him never to contact me again. I was the one in control, and by not having contact with him, I remain in control. With each day, I am feeling myself getting stronger and stronger, and I truly know this could not be happening if I was having any contact whatsoever with my former love interest. Admittedly, it is tempting to go on Facebook to search by his name to see if there are any pictures posted on his page with his new girlfriend, but I fight the urge, and I'm succeeding. It takes a lot of strength and courage, but I know I can do it, and again, with every temptation that I do not give in to, I'm winning. I'm grateful for discovering you online and believe it was not by accident that I did. 
It's like therapy. When the urge strikes to give in to temptation, I just look you up, and there's all the support I need to remain strong. Thank you. Cheryl. Dear Cheryl, thank you for your kind words. I think you are a shining example of how one can regain their power by actively taking control of their recovery. What you did was a hardcore version of the no-contact letter that I recommend sending out to your ex just before cutting off all contact. You messaged him as a response to his contact to you, and I understand that his Happy Mother's Day wishes may have appeared like a hypocritical insult to you. I don't know the exact circumstances of your breakup, but if there was some sort of betrayal or deception involved on the part of your ex, then sending out an anger-loaded no-contact response may feel liberating. Always be civilized, though. It's like getting things out of your system. However, I think that it's always some betrayal when your partner decides that they don't want to stay in the relationship any longer, at least in our eyes. It doesn't even have to be dishonesty coming from the ex. The mere fact that they walk away is simply a break of trust. Why do they have to destroy a seemingly perfect relationship? That's why I always recommend that just for the week right after the breakup, but no more, you try everything to get a sense of what happened, in attempt to get some closure. Do what you have to do, I always say in my coaching. And after this one week, send out the no-contact letter and cut off all contact, radically. Two main things happen to people right after the split, if they allow it. Number one, a loss of power and control. Things keep happening to you that you seem to have no control over. And number two, destructive passiveness. You feel helpless. You keep reacting to your ex and their actions. They whistle you hop. I think I've written the following formula many times on my site, but it's so important that I can't post it often enough. Passiveness equals death. Activeness equals progression. Starting no contact means taking control of your life. It means being active in contrast to feeling helpless. Like Cheryl said, I was the one in control, and by not having contact with him, I remain in control. I've sung many hymns of praise since 2005 about the 60 days no contact rule, simply because it's the most efficient tool to eliminate the stressors in your recovery and fully concentrate on yourself. I know that you don't really want to do it. I know that you can name 50 reasons not to do it. But why not try it out? You're not manipulating your ex or playing any tricks. You are simply taking the time you need to heal, time to rebuild yourself. Is that selfish? Well, I think that this is open to discussion. Is it selfish to take any measure necessary to heal? Is it selfish to put your needs before the person who left you? Follow Cheryl and take control into your hands today. You might even find you have a knack for it. Your friend, Eddie Corbano. You just listened to the post titled, How to Get Control Back After a Breakup, by Eddie Corbano of lovesagame.com. And a super reminder today from Eddie about taking control, really nicely put and nicely exemplified by Cheryl. You know, whether it's breakup trauma or any other kind of trauma not related to relationships specifically, much of the frustration comes from no longer having control of our situation. Not that we ever really do. Uh... So not only is it difficult to face this uncertainty, but even more daunting when we've handed control right over to someone else, hopping every time our ex whistles, like Eddie referenced. So while it is important to take an active role in recovering from any trauma, it must be done with the foundation of healthy growth and boundary setting, as opposed to trying to control others or the situations we find ourselves in, as this would be a futile effort anyway. Very good one by Eddie today. Boy, his readers know what they're doing. 
Uh, We are done for today, though, everyone. Thank you so much for listening, and do come back tomorrow where we will start part one of a two-parter for parents and where your optimal life awaits.